tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzz TV fans, and welcome to the latest episode of the Blind Spot AfterBuzz TV After Show. We are covering episode three, Eight Slim Grins. And with me tonight is the wonderful Stephanie Garrett. Hey, guys. What's your Twitter? Uh, I am at StephanieG3360 on Twitter and Instagram and StephanieGarrett3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at KiaJ. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. The wireless hates us this evening, so unfortunately we won't be able to watch the live chat. But we are looking at the Twitter hashtag that is ABTVBlindSpot. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions or comments or you'd like to say something that get a shout out on air, tweet us at that hashtag and you may... May well be read out on air. Yeah. So, what do you think of this episode? I thought it was really good. It's getting good now. It is. It's I love that everything good. builds into the overarching plot now. Mm-hmm. And we now know who she is. Or so we think. Uh, we were okay. Let's just go right to this. It's the very last thing they talk about in the right. episode, but it's on everyone's mind. Let's just yeah. go right to it. Mm-hmm. Taylor Shaw. Taylor. They get the DNA match, and Jane Doe is Taylor, Taylor Shaw. Shaw. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this last week. Just because we now have a name for her doesn't mean that we know what happened. Because right. she still disappeared 25 years ago and we just don't have a clue. That's a whole, that's a 25 year gap that no one can fill in. Right. And the fact that early in the episode they found an FBI file uh, number on her body leads me to believe that there's uh, uh, something deeper, you know, going on with the files and all that. You know, I mean, you know, they say they tested her DNA three times, but who who tested it? You know, you know what I mean? Like, where did it come from? It was the blonde girl that tested it. I actually, know, but so. yeah, I know. But you know who, you know what I'm saying? This is shenanigans going on. <laughs> I'm willing to take this revelation at face value because it still has a bunch of gaps in it and because yeah. there's still so much that we don't know. Mm hmm. Of course, yeah. I say that, and I have a little piece of evidence at my elbow that says maybe not. Um, so let's <laughs> let's talk about this because I found this online Good. from uh, Twitter, and it turns out that the fans of this show are some really super smart people. So well yeah. done, you guys! You are yeah. good at this, and that all of the episode titles, which we thought were just really super weird, are actually anagrams. Right. So our pilot's title is "Woe Has Joined," and that anagrams into "Who Is Jane Doe." Last week's episode, A Stray Howl, anagrams into Taylor Shaw. Mm-hmm. This week's Eight Slim Grins is The Missing Girl. And next week's Bone May Rot, anagrams to Or Maybe Not. Or Maybe Not. <laughs> so it's this little non-rhyming free verse poem that may or may not have something to do with what's going on in the show. Right. Are there clues buried in it? We just don't know. No, no. Yeah. And the Candyman. The candy guys, the, the the jewel thieves. I do not regret that choice of song. I, I will like never it. regret that choice of song. <laughs> I like it's it. It's too much fun. <laughs> right. 
So our procedural part of the episode, because I feel like we always have two parts. We always have an overarching mm-hmm. bit with a lot of character development, and we right. always have a procedural part. Here's the crime of the week. Here's what we're going to do to solve it. Mm-hmm. So our procedural part starts with a jewelry heist. Right. With these men in multicolored balaclavas. People don't ski in those anymore. They don't snowboard in balaclavas. They just use them to rob things. <laughs> Pretty much, because they're kind of scary. Little bit, little yeah. bit, yeah. Really I mean, you good know, for fooling cameras. I grew up in the Midwest, and people kind of still wear them, but you still look really scared when you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the recognizing a face thing. You know, there's a person in there, but it's the same reason Halloween right. masks are scary, right? So, so we have this multi multi-colored balaclava gang. Say that five times fast. Mm-hmm. Calling themselves the Candy Men, yeah. pulling off very quick jewelry heists. Mm-hmm. Evidently, it's in and out in under a minute. International jewelry heist, which you know what? I kind of like that. I mean, like, if you're going to go there, that's how you do it. You might as well. Might as well. (laughs) So we see this particular heist go down, and one of the guys whom I think might have been the leader and or the brother of the person who winds up being important. Right. Decides that he wants to go after a necklace in Mm -hmm. a locked and unbreakable case. So he grabs one of the pe- one of the uh, jewelry store workers, tries to get him to unlock it, and his brother is telling him, we don't have time, we don't have time, we right. need to go, we need to go. And as they're leaving, the brother gets shot, yeah. and they have to leave without him. Mm-hmm. So, oops, that yeah. didn't go well. Because usually <laughs> these guys are pretty good. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well his so name was Casey. Yeah, the brother's name was Casey. Yeah. I cannot for the life of me remember. Mm-hmm. What the uh, other guy's name is? Oh, uh, Travis. They were brothers. Was Casey, it Travis? Casey, Travis, and Omar. Omar was the friend, right? Yeah, the one who Jane like you know sliced and diced. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she put that knife through his eye. Uh, yeah, that Which, was brutal. Yeah, and we have this just really interesting talk about these guys were recruited to Navy SEALs. They had mm-hmm. really huge records in juvie, and they were diagnosed with. Ultra violence and amorality and mm-hmm. a few other things. And so the Navy at the Navy, the SEALs went, we want you. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if this is an actual real life thing or if this is just something where the show went, let's make this part of the mythology. Yeah. And they said they were, could be black ops. And, you know, after you get out of that, what are you going to do with your life? Well, they brought up the point that do SEALs look for amorality? Right. Like, is that something they look for? Because we also have this, was Jane Doe a SEAL? And what could this possibly be? And, you know, mm-hmm. doubting whether or not she's a member of the team, doubting whether or not she's an asset. Just, you know. Right. I don't know. She she could have been because apparently Casey sort of kind of knew who she was. But, you know, he couldn't talk, bless his soul. He recognized her. He recognized and her. And all he managed to say, because at this point, awful stuff has happened he's in the icu he's dying yeah all he managed to say was orion, orion. yeah and that was after a lot of <laughs> mumbling it could have been the name of a mission i was thinking that but i don't know it could have been just yeah. about anything yeah he was kind of doped up <laughs> i mean on one hand the show is giving us a lot of clues mm-hmm. very early on on the other hand they are also open-ended and vague they could go anywhere oh yes the mystery is killing me because we have Taylor Shaw, but yeah. again, we have the big gaps. We have Orion, which is a myth, a constellation, a name, a bazillion other things. Mm-hmm. Could be anything. Right. And we also have Daylight. And let's oh. talk about Daylight a little bit. Yeah. Because this is a thread that seems to be 
We actually got taken to task by one of our YouTube commenters for failing to mention this in the first episode. We had a lot of ground to cover last week, you guys. Yeah. So much ground. Right. And it turns out that director Mayfair has mm-hmm. a file that she was the lead lead agent, I yeah. believe it was, on. Is The file number is tattooed over Jane Doe's elbow. Mm-hmm. And that file has to do with Saul Guerrero of the Nueve Sangre gang. Mm-hmm. So the, I wish I could remember that blonde girl's name. I absolutely love her death. She's the lab uh, tech. I know. I forget her name too. Lab techs in these shows are always just wonderful. Right. Always. Right. She's a great actress too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the goal for next week. Remember the name. Right. But she runs the tattoo, runs the file, is able to get a paper copy of it, and brings it to director Mayfair. Like, mm-hmm. this is so great. Do you remember this file? It has your name on it. And the I'll look, look on at her... it later. Yeah. Well, the look on her face was, oh, dear God, here we go. <laughs> she and looked like, oh, must you bring that up again? <laughs> and now I have to deal with you, you. people. <laughs> right again. <laughs> but we see her meeting with some unnamed bald white dude. Yeah, the, those are always evil. In a shady, dark spot. <laughs> you know, and when it's in a show like this and you bring in someone who is on the older edge of the scale and a white man in a press suit and you're like, oh, yeah. you are a villain. Oh, yeah. And you There's, know, he probably runs something. He's the head of something. We're going to find out. You know, he's probably a, like a boss or something. He's got to be. Oh, yeah. But he meets with um, Director Mayfair in a restaurant in the dark. We really shouldn't be meeting like this. Well, right. we need to talk. Mm-hmm. So evidently, he knows about, not Mayfair, Daylight as well. Daylight. And he thinks that Jane Doe should be killed because he thinks she knows things. Well, no, she literally doesn't know anything. She can't remember anything. And Mayfair told him that, so she can't remember anything. So she's not a threat yet. But she has information on her body about Daylight, and therefore she should still be killed. Mm -hmm. And Mayfair makes the point of her tattoos are already in the system. Killing her will draw more attention to this. And I'm more worried about the people in charge. Right. Because she's also looking at the people who are running the Xanatos Gambit. Right. As and opposed to poor Jane, who seems to just be a cog at this point. Well, then and then he did say, well, you know, one of the four people involved is already dead. You know, so I'm thinking, who who's one of the four people? I mean, so many people have died recently. Bearded guy. Bearded guy. Let's, let's go. Let's jump from the very end of the episode to the very beginning the of, of the episode. episode. It's one of those shows tonight, yeah, you guys. We're going back and forth. Back we're going to cover everything. Yes. We're just going to take the most roundabout route possible. And then you'll have to deconstruct it off of tattoos. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> That's it's a puzzle. We're running the after show like they run the show. <laughs> this show is a puzzle. Insane. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we start off where our last episode ended. My notes say, suddenly it is beard o'clock. <laughs> beard, beard o'clock. I love it. <laughs> because that that is how I take notes at 9 p.m. Yeah. And the bearded guy is in her apartment and grabbing her and telling her, don't say anything. Right. I'm going to remove my hand. Let's talk. And she beats the hell out of him. She gets at him. Yeah, And then he beats the hell out of her, like knocks a tooth out. Ooh, yeah. It's pretty rough. That's painful. I was like, oh. a wooden block or a stapler or something, but he got it really hard across the jaw. Yeah. And they get to talking in so much as they are talking. And it's a lot of, who are you? What are you working for? Et cetera. And all he managed to, he manages to tell her two things. One, we were trained for stealth. Mm-hmm. So that's a we. So they did train together and they right. were in this together. And two, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. He didn't delineate who the them is. He just said you can't trust them. 
Mm-hmm. And then he gets shot about half a dozen times. So uh, that's the end of the mysterious bearded guy. Right. And I want to know, you know, who did that? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, there's so much. The people running the gambit. The gambit. There's this whole other shadow organization or group of people or who even knows going on right now. Right. Like, All the ghosts. The ghosts in the mists. <laughs> what i like to say yeah i don't I like know he, yeah you know because they're all ghosts they're trained to be ghosts you know that's what they do and i wish he could have gave her a little bit more information like you know something just again just t- little teeny clues right. and know. so they take him in for an autopsy and he is also a ghost in the machine there's no prints there's nothing. no dental records there's mm-hmm. nothing they can pull up no nothing so he, he basically doesn't exist pretty much like her yeah, just without the tattoos, without the tattoos, the consent issues. Yeah, I, feel, I, just, I still feel so bad for her. I know. Because yeah. then we have another talk with the therapist, and I, I love that she has these little talks with the mm-hmm. doctor. I love that we get at least one per se- one per season, one per episode. Yeah, and that we take some time to kind of look at her as a character and talk about how she's doing, and it's not just action, action, solve the crime, right. And he was asking her, I have it in my notes somewhere. Yeah. Well, he was talking to her about the break-in and saying that, you know, even if you don't consider your home, a break-in can be considered very intimate violations. Mm -hmm. And she talks about, I have no memories. I have tattoos all over my body. A break-in at my safe house is the least intimate of my violations. Right. And then he asks her, "Uh, do you feel safe? She's like, are you kidding me? He says, do you feel safe? She says, I can handle myself. He right. said, that's not the question I asked. Mm-hmm. Do you do you trust the FBI to keep you safe? Mm. And this is after she's had mysterious bearded man tell her, don't trust them. Right. But whether he means don't trust the FBI or don't trust the mysterious shadow organization that trained us. Right. We just don't know. Well, I don't think she has to trust the FBI because she can handle herself. I mean, she, she has to trust them to sort of unravel this for her because she doesn't know memory. But she's pretty tough. She can handle herself as far as, you know, the physical stuff goes and somebody tracking her down and things like that. She is, but I do think she needs a support network and I do think she needs a handler. And at this point, Kurt is, he's her partner, but at this point he's also kind of her handler. Mm -hmm. Stay here, do this, figure things out, etc. And he has, we're going to see this get a little crazy, he has so much baggage pertaining to Jane this whole episode because he's thinking she could be Taylor, she could be Taylor. Mm -hmm. I need to keep her out of the line of fire. Right. And you know that that's clouding his judgment. Mm -hmm. He may even blame himself for that. You know, somehow like he couldn't save Taylor or something. I don't know. We're going to find out probably, but he seems to be really invested. I mean, I know it's his childhood friend. You know, when you're 10 or something like that, but he just seems heavily, heavily invested. But remember that his dad was also accused well, that's of kidnapping true. and that's murdering true. her. Right. So, yeah, so his family was kind of torn apart behind, yeah. behind all that. So, yeah, that's true. I guess, yeah, that is the heavily, heavy investment, but, um, you know. Well, her disappearance tore up his life. Yeah. So that And she's back. Like, hi, where you been? Good question. I know. I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Yeah. That poor girl. I know. So, yeah, we see a lot of Kurt maybe not making the best decisions sometimes yeah. because he's too emotionally invested. Right. And at one point he's talking with, I believe it's Reed, and mm-hmm. telling them, you guys go search here and we'll go to, I'll go to the hospital with Jane. And Reed says, I would respectfully request that I'll take her to the hospital yeah. and you do the search mm-hmm. because you are way too close to this and right. you cannot see it. You're right. And Kurt 
turns him down flat. Says, right. no, you do the thing I told you to do, and I'll go with Jane. Mm-hmm. So it is taking an outside party to see, hey, no, you, uh, you right. need to step back a little. Yeah, yeah. Back off and kind of see this very clearly. You know what I mean? I don't think, I, I think his judgment is, is starting to get a, a tad clouded when it comes to her and her, you know, her journey. Well, and that's why they remove officers from cases that they're emotionally invested in. Right. And yeah. he has become emotionally invested in this case, starting mm-hmm. with, surprise, surprise, why is my name tattooed on your back? Yeah. <laughs> it's just too weird. It's extreme. This whole thing is just extremely bizarre. It's this weird yeah. little web of, de- I say little web of deception, like no. it's not this big sprawling. Yeah. Shadow organizations and mysterious bearded people with no names and ghosts in the system. And and meetings in dark places. Treasure hunt <laughs> tattoos. This, this, this is just wild. Yeah. This is why it's a Xanatos gambit, because there's just no way you can set up stuff like this in real life. Most people have a hard enough time setting up a scavenger hunt for a 10-year-old's birthday party. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. Like, who has the time in their day? <laughs> the mysterious shadow organization. They delegate. The interns delegate. do the tattoo. That's true. And then they probably get rid of them. <laughs> Push them off a cliff <laughs> somewhere. Bye, guys. Yeah. So go on. Send them to go work at like Google. You'll never hear from them again. Right. They, they disappeared. There. Google. <laughs> In the Google, walls of Google is the shadow organization. Uh huh. Well, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's a whole nother afterbuzz show. <laughs> and this is how you know that we tape late at night, you guys. Yes. This this is how you know. It's a good thing we don't have wine. That would would make this better. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Okay, next episode. Next episode. Right. So let's let's get back to the Candyman, because one of the big things that we had here was that Casey, the poor dude who, I say poor like he's not a bank robber, who got himself shot, Mm -hmm. has a seal tattoo as well. Mm. And evidently seal tattoos, they aren't usually the same. They kind of have the same theme, but the details are different. Right. Except that this one is the exact match to Jane Doe. Yeah. So, you know, they run up to the hospital. They talk to Officer Vasquez, who it's like, oh, he has a name. He's going to be important. Ooh, he just got shot. Yeah. You gave him a name so we could feel bad for him, didn't you? Yeah, I was thinking that maybe they have the same tattoo because they might have been part of the same SEAL team. Possibly. Possibly. Same unit. Same unit, yeah. Given that we got Orion. Yeah. Same program. Ah, that's a good point. Right. That's true. Right. So they were probably part of the same something or other. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if we're going to have more people with that exact same tattoo team uh, yeah. turn up. Probably so. Yeah. She's probably going to have, you know, a few people turning up and then we'll see. <laughs> the way the episodes are going, I don't know. Well, and we, when they initially go in to talk to Casey, he is essentially in and out of consciousness because mm-hmm. he's been shot. He's in, he was in surgery. He's been intubated because he cannot breathe on his own at this no. point. He's not doing super well, which is why it's really bad when the rest of the candy men break into the hospital to get him out. Right. And Travis is trying to drag him down the thing with the trach in his throat. And I'm like, he's not going to survive, man. Well, and it's Travis's idea because he doesn't want to leave his brother to go back right. to jail. Right. Which makes sense. But then, Travis, you really shouldn't have stopped for the necklace in the unbreakable box there. Dude, Hello. this is on you. Right. So the Candyman go into the hospital, shut things down, mm-hmm. do a cell phone jammer that they've been building. Right. So that no one can call out for help. And they're trying to find him. And we have uh, Jane and Kurt teaming up splitting up rather splitting up yeah. to go take them yeah 
And so they drag they drag Casey's hospital bed into like a supply closet, which is great. It's like he's in this room. I know. He's not in this room. No. He's not in room six oh six. That's Case the Hospital. That's gonna take some time. Well and I've what's his name? The other seal. Too many names and I haven't written them all on Omar? the board. Omar, thank you very yes. much. Uh-huh. You are good at this. <laughs> Omar tells him, hey, we don't have time to right. case the hospital room by room. We need to go. This was a bad idea. Right. Because Omar's been basically the bad idea. Bear's going, we shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have done that either. Nope. We shouldn't be doing this. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go try to find him, and then they wind up finding Jane and Kurt by turns. And Kurt takes out a guy by putting a bunch of syringes in his thigh and just jabbing them in. Yeah. And we get that little exchange of, what was in those? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, that's terrifying yeah because you're like ow what is that (laughs) stop and ponder the implications of that one no 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 i'm good no thanks (laughs) and then jane takes out omar by pretty much i couldn't tell from the camera angles but i'm fairly certain she put a knife through his eye yeah that yeah that was deep now did you see that coming um, you know what? Yeah, because in a way, not maybe not through the eye thing, but I was sh- making a terrible pun about the oh, eye. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but well, please she, continue. No, I was going to say, you know, well, she's good with weapons. So, you know, she. I'm surprised she didn't take his head off completely. But, you know, that would have just been weird on network television. But Well, and that would take a little more time than you can do with a knife. Right. Yeah, you know, just like, you know. So, I don't know. That's just me. I <laughs> like horror, horror movies. movies can evidently be done with an axe. Yeah. We watched Sleepy Hollow last night, oh. and that was kind of... What did I witness? Right. (laughs) Anyway, so the last one left alive is trying to drag his brother down the stairs. And he kidnaps a doctor to go with him, Mm -hmm. which is about the smartest thing he's done in this whole stupid plan. Yeah, and I saw that coming. I was like, he's going to have to kidnap a doctor. Or a nurse or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the one doctor we've seen who's already been taking care of Casey. And he essentially kidnaps him, says, you're going with us. You keep him alive. I keep you alive. Mm Mm-hmm. And they make, like, their doctors, and they're wheeling Casey out on this bed. And then he has to stop because, oh, no, those are the FBI agents that saw me earlier. They'll recognize me. Yeah. He tells the doctor, okay, back it up. We have to go back in. And the doctor just looks at him and runs back into the crush Very smart. Very smart. That is the smartest thing I think I've ever seen a fictional hostage do. There, that's what you're supposed to do. Just be like, peace, I'm out. You will not find me here. Because he can't off. He can't blow his cover in front of the FBI. He can't uh-huh. shoot them in front of the FBI or they'll know and he'll go straight down. Right. And so just the doctor being like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. Was, Later. Bless you, doctor. Well right. done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that was a good scene. That and was they, incredibly well done. And then at the end, he, you know, sh- shoots at Weller and... He shoots at Weller in order to get himself shot. Shot, right. Better dead than back in prison. Yeah, and I was thinking that also he probably figured figured out Casey was probably not going to make it. Well, the doctor was telling him that from then on in. Like, he needs urgent care. You can't provide that on the Mm -hmm. run. Well, that's why I'm bringing you. Well, what am I supposed to do without tools? Right. (laughs) Yeah. You're also moving around a guy. And we saw that um, Casey had been removed from the bed he was in and the tube taken out and then put in this other bed and he's not intubated. Like, yeah. he needed help breathing and you removed that. Yeah. How long do you think he's going to last? Right. Yeah, he didn't really think that through clearly. Again, getting way too emotionally invested in the situation and making poor choices. Yeah, they're jewel thieves. They're not, you know. 
<laughs> That's not up their alley. <laughs> well, and it's the theme of this episode. Yeah. I'm too close to the problem. <laughs> right. So what? what's going on after that? Um, we keep skipping around. I know. We're, we're just I, recapping it from the back forward, you guys. That's much. what we're doing. Yeah. But so. since we've hit the midway point either way, let's talk yeah. about iTunes. So, if you watched last week or if you watch other AfterBuzz shows, you've heard the spiel, but you're going to hear it again because it is super important to our hearts. Thank you to everyone who has listened on iTunes, who's subscribed, who's left rating, to everyone who has subscribed on YouTube and liked and commented. We had some incredibly thoughtful comments in our comment section on YouTube last week. You guys yeah. are amazing. And the best thing you can do for us, subscribe on iTunes, rate us five stars, and uh, leave reviews. Yeah. Tell us that you love us. Tell our bosses that you love us. Because if our bosses hear, oh, hey, you know, the audience really seems to like these two ladies talking about this weird show. <laughs> Let's have them continue talking about this crazy Xanatos gambit of a show. <laughs> we, we, we like this. Yeah. It also helps keep the lights on in the studio. It helps bring in sponsors and advertisers. It helps us continue to survive and to grow as a network. Mm -hmm. So if you want to keep us on air in the same way that you want to keep Blindspot on air by watching it, keep us on air by giving us that feedback, by telling us that you like it, by telling our bosses that you like what we do. Mm -hmm. And iTunes and iTunes comments are the best way to do that. And of course, if you leave a review, we will read it out on the air. Okay. Um, we don't have any this week, okay. not yet. Holding out for you guys. Come on, that's your mission. Come Let's on, do people. it. <laughs> Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear it. And you have some of the most intelligent comments on YouTube. I love it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, good YouTube commenters. Yeah, the one guy that's was rare. talking about the seal stuff. I was like, ooh, who are you? Paragraphs and paragraphs <laughs> yeah. of all this information, like. I did not know that yesterday. Yeah. I know it now. I learn something new every day. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys have any interesting facts that we've missed up to this point, I mean, leave them in the comments, let us know, yeah. and, you know, put it on the hashtag and we will check. Right. So. Bless Mr. D Style 90 on Twitter. The doctor's name is Patterson. <gasps> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for for telling us. We've got like three different people saying her name's Patterson. Her name's Patterson. Yes. Why aren't you checking? Her name's Patterson. Right. And Danielle saying, can we call mysterious bearded man Beardo? Beardo. <laughs> you can call him whatever you like in your hearts, but now he's mysterious dead, dead. guy. Yeah. He's bearded dead guy now. Mysteriously <laughs> dead. Yeah. <laughs> Shot through the heart and you're to blame, etc. Yeah. So, well, what's next? Honestly, I think we've we've hit most of the big points. The yeah. one thing that we haven't quite hit yet is one of our overarching stories in this and is finding out where Jane Doe fits on this team. They right. didn't want to give her any arms or anything. She's not certified, mm -hmm. which is why it's a big deal in the hospital when everything's going down that Kurt just gives her her gun, says, I have another, use mine. He totally didn't have another. Yeah. He didn't. We're watching this going, he doesn't have another. He yeah. doesn't. And then he takes it from one of the candy men going, okay, right. now he has another. Of course he does. Just a lot of this is combat scenes, so it's kind of hard to recap those. Like, there was punching and kicking and a guy died. Right. But, you know, I was, I was happy to kind of see Weller getting his hands dirty. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he can handle himself as well. I mean, all those people probably can, but you know what I mean? Just Weller's kind of in the mix. I like that. Because we see a lot of Jane Doe punching people out right. because that is a wonderful thing to watch and mm -hmm. I adore it, but... 
yeah, actually watching Weller get down and dirty with a guy and to mm-hmm. put the syringe that that still gets me. That's just oh, the <laughs> syringes. <laughs> yeah. But these are some incredibly well choreographed fight scenes and for having a show that's very grounded in reality as mm-hmm. much as it can be, they're very creative fight scenes as well. Right. So that is fun to watch. Right. So we're trying to figure out where Jane Doe fits in. We mm-hmm. still haven't quite got a handle on her skill set. We know she's an asset, but does she have any motivations? Does she remember anything? We just don't know. Yeah. And the fact that they gave her uh, clearance to have a weapon. I mean, with her background, I could see that. But in the real world, would that really happen? I don't know. Can in the real tell world, us? would in any of world? this really happen? <laughs> hey, I hear you. Hey, you don't. You never know. <laughs> the world is going to hell in a handbasket. You never know. <laughs> yeah, but, but the mean, second like naked just... tattooed woman show up in duffel bags in Blind Square, in Blind Square, Times Square. Times Square. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Though. I either need more wine or less. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I you know, I don't know. What do you think? What about Could this actually happen in real life? God, I hope not. This is like dominoes of doom. No, I mean, Everything the fact that they gave another. her a weapon. I mean, because, you know, she is hell-bent on figuring this thing out. We already know that she's capable, and Mayfair made the comment about you'll have to pass field certifications, of course, and that she's not very good at staying put and not being involved in the action because, mm-hmm. again, emotionally invested in this case for very, very good reason. Right. So I can see why they did that. And this is also part of the character building and part of building the mythos of the show and part mm-hmm. of just saying, okay, here's where we are. Let's build on that. Right. We have a name. We have an identity kind of sort of ish. And we have her place in the team now, or mm-hmm. at least part of it. And hopefully that will get, that will bypass Reed's little, I still don't trust her. I still don't trust her. No, really guys, I don't trust her. Yeah. But, and it will... Kurt made a really good point about we need to actually figure out what her role is. We can't make these decisions on the fly. It doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And so them actually getting protocols set in place and getting her certified as a member of a team is something that, yeah, any team would do in real life. So mm-hmm. this is incredibly smart of them to put this foundation in. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. She's going to be a, a really good asset, I think. It's just, you know, as long as she can keep a clear head and not get, you know... Go from zero to crazy in 2.2 seconds like she has been in the last couple episodes. But yeah, you know, that's her deal. And I think she's kind of wired a certain way because, you know, she has disappeared for a number of years. And whoever took her trained her and I think kind of think that's how she's wired, you know. I don't know. That's just my... Uh, interpretation. <laughs> I think we're getting closer to predictions and theories at this point. Ooh. So do you have any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, no, but we can get into predictions. Go ahead. I'm, I'm interested in see what you think. All right. Let's, let's roll into predictions then. And now you're after Buzz TV. I love the light show. If you're listening on iTunes, you are missing a wonderful little light show. I know. It, it's, it's so cute. I just, I'm such a good ball though. We're having a little light switch <laughs> rave in here. Yeah. So, as far as specifics go, mm-hmm. we saw our preview for next week's episode, and we see that she has black light tattoos. Oh, my gosh. On her yes. face. On her face. That's craziness. Because black light tattoos, as far as I know, and I'm not huge on the tattooing scene, so I could be wrong on this, uh-huh. but black light tattoos are a relatively new thing. 
And they're also yeah. something that need to be touched up fairly often. Really? But they don't show up in real life. And then you walk into a club or wherever and suddenly you have tattoos all over the place. They oh, only wow. show up under a black light because it's a certain kind of ink. Mm-hmm. So to have that figured into this is really interesting. Very. I, like, I would have never saw that coming. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I don't even know whose idea this was or, oh, hey, let's put Jane Doe under a black light and see what happens. Oh, my God, there's barcodes on her face. <laughs> right. It looks like serial numbers. And according to the preview, each mm-hmm. of them corresponds with a highly infectious disease. Great. Yeah. One of those episodes. Just great. <laughs> so it looks like we're going to have a, a containment, I believe is the word I'm looking for. Uh, episode. Right. Mm-hmm trying to figure out who has the diseases and what they're using them for and where they're going and can we stop them and all that fun stuff. That, yeah. But this show has gotten really good at taking, okay, here's kind of our usual plot line and going, let's put a few right angles in it and yeah. really screw people up. Right, because now, first we were doing like the, the, you know, the other stuff that they were doing and now we're doing infectious diseases in the next, like nothing so as of now that we know of sort of matches, but maybe it will. And it is the FBI, so they are involved in all sorts of cases. Mm -hmm. It's not like Law and Order, where it's usually the murder of the week. Right. So we do have a little bit of of variety there. And we also have to wonder, again, step back, look at the shadowy organization, Mm -hmm. which at this point I'm assuming it's a shadowy organization. That's that's my default. Yeah, that's what I think, too. And I think the the guy in the the restaurant with uh, Mayfair... He's probably the ringleader. That's just my, well, at least one of them. You know what I mean? I don't think he's part of it. Really? Yeah, because he was going on about who is this Jane Doe? She has information on this thing. She needs to be the shadowy organization (laughs) has information on daylight Mm -hmm. on this thing that they're trying very, very hard to keep under wraps. And that's why they brought up the case file. Or we can presume that they have the info and that's why the case file was tattooed, et cetera. Mm And that it's this other very tiny group of four people who know about it who essentially need it to go away. Yeah. So I don't think that he is part of this organization. I think he will be actively working against it to protect whatever of his interests are mm-hmm. that are affected by daylight to protect himself. Well, I was going to say, I think my one of my predictions, I think that we're going to find out that Jane was probably part of the daylight. She was probably one of the four. But I think if that were the case, then Mayfair would have recognized her. Uh, maybe she, you know, because sometimes they have different clearances. Maybe Mayfair's clearance wasn't that high because she's still an agent. She's not black ops or SEAL. I don't know. That's just, look, don't listen to me. <laughs> it's, 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 no, it's, it's a viable opinion. theory. Just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it's not a viable right. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But you it never know. It just means I'm running on a different track. And guess what? We both may not know. We may go, what the? What the what? What is he so well, you 20 minutes know. into the next episode would be, you mean daylight is what? Right. And who was involved? We're in both it? wrong. It was Patterson the whole time? <laughs> oh, that would break my heart because he's so sweet. I love her. She's wonderful. Yeah. So, well. We just, we need to keep her. Bless the lab techs in these shows. Seriously, yeah. they're so great. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Any other good predictions? So, yeah, well, we, again, we have um, the infectious diseases thing. So that kind uh-huh. of gives us our procedural side of it on our character side of it it looks like we're getting a flashback to when taylor was first abducted because mm. we see the sepia tone flashback of her walking out holding an adult's hand like mm-hmm. a little 10 year old girl holding an adult's hand and going somewhere right 
And it was advertised as the memory that started it all or right. something like yeah. that. So it'll be nice to dig into that a little deeper now uh-huh. that we have the framework of congratulations, you're Taylor Shaw. What does that mean to everyone here? Right. I also think that we are eventually going to have massive issues with Kurt. Oh, okay. Because this is his childhood friend. This is this person who's gone missing. This is this person he really cares about. Right. And suddenly she's here and he has years and years of repression and dealing with things and failing to deal with things. And, well, you know, I kind of blame my dad for killing you. And I guess that's really super not the case. I, I ought to go see him. Oh, yeah. I'd love true. to see that scene. Yeah. To pull that pull that whole thing together. That would be nice. Yeah. Oh, I want to see him visit his dad. Yeah. We got his sister and his nephew. I, I want to see him visit his dad. And take Jane with him. That would be super weird. Yeah, exactly. But I like it. You're a tailor. (laughs) Sure I am. Yeah, sorry I didn't, uh, yeah. Well, have a seat. (laughs) Coffee? (laughs) Wine? (laughs) Need a lot of that. Yeah. So you never know. So yeah, I think that's, that's good. That's good. That's what I think too. And we still have people going around trying not to reveal any information on who Jane is or what's going on. Mm Because for one mysterious bearded guy, when she said, I remember you, he went, that's impossible. So they weren't expecting her to regain any of her memories. So mm-hmm. this is an outlier for this group that they may not be expecting. Mm-hmm. And that they have other agents who are God knows where. Right. God knows who. Yeah. Well, they think, might be, again, it might have been Patterson all along. We just don't know. <laughs> well, I think now that the bearded guy is gone, somebody else has got to take his place. Potentially. You know, somebody else in the shadows is going to come crawling out going... So, <laughs> but I think that was also a beautiful red herring because mm. we placed a lot on him in our predictions last time. And now it's like, oh, maybe not. He's not around anymore. Poo. <laughs> well, there goes my fantasy team. Yeah, uh, I that's know. pretty much Check, it. There's my but- lineup. Check him off the list. He's back <laughs> on the bench. It's not going to happen. <laughs> right. So now well, we may have somebody new. What if it's Reed? Oh, we shouldn't trust her. We shouldn't trust her. We shouldn't trust her. Let's not delve too deep into this. Mm. You know what? I was going to say, I think that one of my predictions is going to be, we're going to start seeing the dirty laundry from some of, and some of the backstory from all the agents Mm. and some of their, you know, dealings and cases and things like that. A few, few things are going to start creeping to the surface. I would love an episode that's just about Reed and Zapata. Oh, is that yeah. is that the right name? I think yes, that's Zapata. the right name. Uh-huh. That's what I wrote down. I would love to see an episode that's like ninety percent about them mm-hmm. with Weller and Jane as ancillary characters. Yeah. Just yeah. I want their stories. Right. And it's probably not a thing that's gonna happen because it's not a thing that usually happens. Right. But I'd love to see it. We might get an episode of something where we see some, you know, stuff that they did, but yeah. that would be nice because it could tie a few things together. Oh, yeah. And we also need stuff from Mayfair because obviously she has this Ooh. huge, mysterious black mark in her past and mm-hmm. we just don't know. Yeah. And with that with that file, it was heavily redacted. Oh, yeah. You know, when they start doing that, it was something deep. <laughs> it's just the theme of this show. Right. We just yeah. don't know. We don't know. So it's going to be fun to find out. You have any last predictions? No, I think that's it for me. I think, you know, we're going to start seeing some unraveling going on. We have run the prediction gamut. That's it. We are throwing entire pots of spaghetti at the wall to see if anything sticks. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah, seriously. Comment on YouTube, comment on iTunes, tweet us, throw Mm -hmm. it in the hashtag. It's ABTV Blindspot. And let's see, anyone leave anything new in the past 
Yeah, yeah a couple minutes. Yeah. Anna Lowell, shopping things on Twitter. Am I the only person that felt the moment between Jane and Patterson? I totally ship them now. How about you guys? Oh. Sign me up. Why yeah. have a ship when you can have an armada? <laughs> I want it. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And then Hannah Fitz on Twitter talking about the... Um, UV what? tattoos, the blacklight uh-huh. tattoos. If the normal tattoos weren't bad enough, now she knows that she has those on her face. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> me too. The deeper this <laughs> rabbit hole goes, the creepier it gets. Yeah. Like, there's no getting away from that. When I saw that, I was like, what the, what? What? Really? What am I witnessing? Wait, I, I didn't even know they could do that. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a thing. That's a thing? That is a thing, and people are doing it. Wow. You know, if you have a black light tattoo, we'd love to see a picture. Yeah, let us if know. You, Who's if you doing are, this? If you are willing to post a picture of your tattoo online, mm-hmm. throw it in the hashtag. We would absolutely love to see what people's tattoos are, what the meaning is behind them. Right. That I think would be a lot of fun to talk about if you guys are willing to share. Yeah. So take a picture, put it in the hashtag, tell mm-hmm. us the story. We'll... If you're willing, we would love to talk about that it. That sounds like fun. We have news. a new feature, you guys. We have a new feature for this show. Because why not? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, I think that is about all we have for this week. Stephanie, yeah. where can the people find you? I am at Stephanie G3360 on Twitter and Instagram and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime, and I am on so many of the shows on AfterBuzz, to include Arrow, which starts up again tomorrow, and Z Nation, which is running strong on Sundays. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let us know your best conspiracy theories, and we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 